Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. Obviously, we're uh, very concerned about uh, our former governor, uh, Tom Ridge, in having a stroke last week. And to find out more about stroke and aging is Dr. Logan Pyle. He is a uh, ICU doc from UPMC Hammett. Uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Pyle. Appreciate it. Joel, great to be here. Thanks for having me to talk about such an important issue. Alrighty, so uh, hey, let's get your origin story. How did you come up? Are you a, uh, an Erie uh, boy or did you transplant? Uh, I am a transplant. Uh, I was born in Missouri. I spent a lot of uh, my early years in Florida. I uh, went to college in Florida at the University of Florida, but nice. I did my neurology residency up here uh, from 2014 to 2018. Went to Cincinnati for fellowship training in uh, neurocritical care. And I'm back at Hammett as the first neurointensivist there. That's incredible. I always wonder how these medical students pick Erie for their clinical. So how did you pick Erie? Uh, so LECOM, actually, they have a uh, medical school down in Florida in Bradenton. And uh, I ended up uh, coming up here. Uh, they're not affiliated with the neurology program here, but they let me know about the neurology program up here. Uh, so I ended up here kind of because of that, and I, I honestly fell in love with Erie. Wow. Um, and uh, Hammett is a growing hospital. Uh, this is a, a nice area to raise a family, and I'm um, happy to be here. All right, so you got to give me a little bit. Of, again, we're not going to get specific at all, but uh, a little bit of um, the intensity of neuro con consults in the ER. Is it often, Doc? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very frequent. I mean. Uh, there's all sorts of neuro neurological diseases, but stroke is, is very common. Uh, Hammond is one of the only comprehensive stroke centers in the area, and we get not only just through the ER stroke patients, but transfers from uh, a whole one-hour circle around Erie uh, in, into Hammond uh, for stroke and, and other neurological diseases. Alrighty. So again, we we mentioned that we're we we are uh, concerned about uh, Governor Ridge, and we we hope the best for his recovery. But noting that he's seventy five, and has uh, uh, has a history of heart conditions, and so right off the bat, uh, the question is, uh, it aging has an impact on cardiovascular and neuro, neuro issues. That's that's a no-brainer part of the pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, age uh, is something that uh, your your risk for stroke and for heart attack does increase with age. Um, but you can't control your age, obviously. You can't reverse time. Um, it's one of the most important non-modifiable risk factors. Uh, but it's important to know uh, for your listeners you know, there are modifiable risk factors for stroke that you can affect uh, to re reduce your risk of stroke. Um, and if I can talk about those, you know, those, those risk factors, the number one uh, is high blood pressure, diabetes, and high cholesterol. And, you know, if you try and if you take care of those things, if you go to your PCP, your, your primary care physician, uh, and 
get those under control, uh, you can significantly reduce the risk of stroke. Uh, specifically hypertension, we call it the silent killer mm. because you can have high blood pressure and not even be aware of it. You can ha- you cannot see the symptom, any symptoms from it, uh, which is why it's so important to go to your doctor and get your blood pressure taken so that you can fix it if it is high. All right, well, let's let's stop there a second because I want to ask you: Is uh, if would you would you suggest that everyone over a certain age have a blood pressure cuff or you know some kind of automatic machine uh, to to do like your own vitals on a daily or weekly basis? Is that effective at all? Yeah, checking your blood pressure at home can help, but there are in there's easier and easier. Uh, like smaller and smaller machines that you can get to do that. But uh, almost every Walmart and every CVS has a blood pressure cuff that you can sit down. It takes, you know, less than a minute to take your blood pressure. Um, And I would say, you know, if you're over 40, uh, checking your blood pressure once a month is, is probably just good advice. And if it's high, that's when you, that's when you schedule an appointment with your doctor. All right. Again, cookies on the bottom shelf for me i'm i'm almost 60 i'm a year away from 60 what what kind of numbers are you looking for uh so normal blood pressure is is 120 over 80 okay um and once you get over over 130 uh you're you're talking about you know levels of hypertension high blood pressure on the top Uh, number the top number yeah that's the systolic blood pressure uh, if that's over 130, you're, you're starting to look at high blood pressure hypertension. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm, I nailed that one. All right. Um, uh, the, the, so, so this is, this is the, the big deal and things that bring your blood pressure down or, uh, you know, what are some, uh, action points that we can take to kind of get our blood pressure under control? Is sodium a big deal? Yeah, I think that I think the best thing to do is frequent exercise. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell everyone. Oh yeah. Um, but but 30 minutes of exercise five times five times a week, whether that's walking, jogging, swimming, um, uh, biking, you know, those th- those are the, the the main things that will help keep your blood pressure down. But there are some people, there are some genetic factors to some of these things, to high blood pressure, to diabetes, and high cholesterol. That even if uh, you are in pretty good shape and you're healthy, you still should get checked out uh, once in a while, you know, at least once a year from your PCP if you're over 40. Uh, because even if you're in good health, there are some genetic components uh, that can cause you to have, you know, these risk factors. Um, I don't know if we were going to touch on it, but I think we should talk about, you know, uh, risk factors are one thing, but recognizing a stroke or the symptoms of a stroke is another thing that's very important because, you know, we can never reduce the risk of stroke to zero, but if you can recognize the symptoms of a stroke, you can potentially save the life of yourself or a loved one or save them from significant disability. Yeah. We're, we're going to get to that in a second. Cause I really want to stay on the, on the, the, the blocking things that we can do okay. because uh, honestly, this is, this is where uh, people kind of lull themselves into complacency doc. I mean, uh, insofar as, oh, yeah, I can have that really um, calorie high, sodium high. It's amazing, you know, to look at a nutritional fact and see something that has a thousand milligrams of sodium on it. And you're like, yeah, how the heck did that happen? And things like innocuous things like bread, 
<laughs> not I don't want to be a food Nazi, but honestly, yeah. that's that's a big deal. Yeah, the, the best thing you can do is is read the label. Um, is look at the labels on the food that you're that you're eating, and you know most restaurants now they at least have have to have calorie counts on the things that you order. So if you're getting most of your food from a restaurant, you you can at least see some of the nutritional information from those things. All right, you mentioned diabetes, and again, uh, again, that's this one's a hard one to 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 understand because. Uh, there's a couple pieces of this that, that I'd like you to go over. Number one is is your sugar level, your glucose, right? And yes. you want that below 100 fasting. And some people are running much higher than that. Do you think there's a lot of people running around not knowing what their glucose levels are or their A1Cs? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, it takes, some t- it's take, it takes time for the symptoms of diabetes to show up. Um, and uh, and you could have you could have diabetes for for a long time uh, for years even uh, without without knowing it. Wow, and and so again, that'll show up in blood work in that annual PCP. Visit, yeah, absolutely. Right? The, the the most basic blood tests, you know, a blood count and um, a basic metabolic panel. You know, those those two things will show your blood glucose among other things and then the other side of it is the insulin resistance side and that gets really scary yeah and that that has to do again with with health and nutrition you know insulin resistance the more overweight a person is the higher their insulin resistance is is going to be Um, and eventually it can be so much that your pancreas which makes the insulin uh can't keep up and that's when the sugar levels remain high and that's what causes the damage over time to things like your blood vessels, the small nerves in your in your hands and feet, uh, and and in your eyes as well. And again, you're talking about blood vessels. If if whether it's a bleeding, uh, a bleeding stroke or this uh, ischemic stroke, uh-huh. th- this is all connected to all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. There's different types of stroke. There's large vessel stroke where a big blood vessels block, and there's small vessel strokes where the tiny blood vessels we can't quite see on a, a scan um, also can get blocked. They both cause stroke and diabetes, high blood pressure. Those things usually cause small vessel strokes. Good night. From the reporting on uh, Governor Ridge that he's received immediate excellent care, and so that is key. Is 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 time is is key in all these things right yes absolutely uh the the, the mnemonic that we use to, to teach people about the signs of stroke is fast uh face arm speech and time so uh droopy face one side of the face is drooping um that's a sign of a stroke if one of if the arm on one side of the, or the other is weak and it for, from a stroke it is usually one side of the body that is weak um if you know, an arm or a leg is weak, that's a sign of a stroke. Uh, or if there's slurred speech or or the speech doesn't make any sense at all, uh, that's a sign of a stroke. And T is time. Um, the faster you recognize the signs of a stroke and can get to a hospital, the faster you can get treated because there are treatments for stroke, but they're all time dependent. Um, when a blood When a blood vessel is blocked, uh, those those nerve cells that the blood can't get to, they're not dead yet. They just sort of shut down, and that starts to cause the symptoms of the stroke. 
but they will die eventually. Um, but if you can get to a hospital and either get a medicine that can break up the clot or like Tom Ridge did, if it's a large enough clot, you can actually go through the artery in the leg, go all the way up to the brain and potentially pull the blood clot out. Oh my, that's, oh my goodness. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know. But if you that. can recognize those signs and get someone to the hospital quickly, you could save their life or save them from significant disability. I, I, I want you to talk about, uh, again, why we should be vigilant about uh, symptoms of a stroke as we age. This idea that um, that the incident, the, the risk factors double every 10 years after you turn 55. So again, governor was 75. So his mm-hmm. risk factors would automatically be higher, just like all 75-year-olds. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all want to preserve our retirement years, right? Yeah. And uh, we, we'd like to, you know, um, have our health with us. Uh, and unfortunately, stroke is one of the one of the leading causes of disability in the world, uh, especially for our older population. So that's why it's it's so important to take care of yourself, take care of your your loved ones, and uh, reduce the risk factors if you can. Uh, and if you can recognize the signs of a stroke, you know, we have people that come in uh, with, with a stroke. Uh, they, when, immediately when they get there, they look very disabled. They're paralyzed on one side. And we pull the blood clot out, and they almost get up off the table. I mean, you wow. can really see some amazing things um, if you can get people early enough. I, I, I'm amazed by that. I, I wanted to ask you about therapies post-stroke are they becoming more effective is there is there uh, you know for most that you see coming through the ICU uh, are, are you seeing most uh, being able to recover from a stroke uh, what do you what if sure yeah, runs pe- again people people do recover after a stroke um, it's not always 100 percent but uh, even though you know even if it causes some damage to the brain which is what a stroke does it causes some of the brain cells to die um, with physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy, uh, the brain is able to sort of retrain itself to a certain degree. And uh, people do recover after a stroke, thanks to our therapists. Uh, sometimes you have to go to a, a rehab hospital where there's more intensive rehab um, after a stroke. Uh, but it's it's one of the main things we focus on. When someone comes in with a stroke, number one is to treat it emergently if we can. Two is to try and get them rehab uh, back to normal. And then three is trying to prevent them ha- from having another stroke. Because once you've had a stroke, we know that you're actually at higher risk for having another stroke in the future. Oh, wow. Okay. Talk about the difference between a stroke and an aneurysm. For some reason, uh, people close to me, I'm seeing a lot of these aneurysms crop up. Are you seeing that in your practice? Uh, yeah, it does seem to come in waves for whatever reason. I have been seeing more aneurysms, uh, recently in the past month. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's weather related, but, uh, but an aneurysm it, it, different from a stroke. It's a, it's a, uh, outpouching of a blood vessel where a blood vessel, the wall got weak. So if it's like a, if part of a hose got weak and it dilated, um, and that wall is weaker and that's that, that weak part. It can either be a bubble or, or something like that, and it can actually break open and cause bleeding into the brain, um, whereas a stroke typically is a blocked blood vessel. 
Uh, so they're two completely separate things. They're treated differently. You would not give a clot-busting medicine for any aneurysm. Gotcha. They're both important, and they, they can both cause stroke-like symptoms, but typically an aneurysm rupture causes a severe headache, whereas a stroke does not. Okay, so there, there it is right there, is what is presenting as a symptom. Yes. Is that if you feel like you your head is about to explode, that yeah, probably is a thunderclap headache. Thunderclap where it comes on headache. all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so again, time I would imagine would be equally important. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh if you have, you know, sudden onset of the worst headache of your life, you know, it comes on within a minute or or, or less, um, that is an an emergency that you, you need to come to the ER for. We're talking to Dr. Logan Pyle from UPMC Hammett. I'm interested in brain fitness. Do you see any correlation between, uh, you know, writing books or, you know, using your artistic uh, experiences or maybe just having a a lot more brain activity, learning, going, uh, hopefully going to this community college to learn a, a class or something like that? Does that have any correlation with uh, stroke prevention? I'm not sure it has anything, any correlation with stroke prevention. Uh, when we talk about memory loss later in life, though, it, it might. I think the best evidence I've seen is actually for uh, learning a second language uh, can, can maybe improve your memory long term. Um, but as far as stroke prevention goes, yeah, I haven't seen any evidence oh, okay. for, for brain training or anything like that. I was going to say, though, as a neuro guy, uh, I would imagine everything about the brain is fascinating to you. It is. And and uh, it just seems like we're just – it's almost like it's Mars. Like we're just finding out yeah. stuff about our brain. Talk about that. Yeah, there, there's so much we don't know about, about the brain. I mean we're still learning uh, uh, every day. I mean even the stroke stuff, the ability to pull a blood clot out, um, you know, we've only been able to do that for 10 years. Uh, so – we are learning so much um, every year, every decade. We're adding to it, and there's, there's, you know, there's still a lot of room for us to grow. Diseases that we we haven't cured yet, things like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, um, uh, and you know, it, it is just so fascinating, and there's so much to learn. Last couple minutes with Dr. Logan Pyle from UPMC Hammett. Uh, again, we want to be clear that uh, even though as we get older, our uh, risk factors go up for stroke, it's not instantly a death sentence. And so the th- it's like it's like the serenity prayer. Let's let's go after the things that we can control. Right, Doc? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we have to hope for the best and plan for the worst. So we have to take care of ourselves. Um, and, and, you know, simply go, try go to the doctor every year, screen yourself for these risk factors, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, especially if they're running your family, uh, and get them taken care of and learn to recognize the signs and symptoms of a stroke so that you can save yourself or a loved one, uh, if they do happen. And, uh, and again, you, you just never know, um, uh, that the that the the idea with the with what we have as far as for the clot busting drugs as well mm-hmm. as these procedures it, do, it just because you heard somebody had a stroke doesn't mean that they we we that they're done basically yeah that's right uh it, and you know if you heard someone had a stroke 
they may be able to get these therapies. And even if someone had a stroke and didn't get the therapies, they can still recover given some time with therapy. It's not the end. All righty. So uh, Dr. Logan Pyle with some hope here. Uh, uh, and uh, I would imagine you're a, um, a Cardinals fan. You, you watch <laughs> the baseball much or no? I'm not a big baseball fan, more football. Yes. Uh, I grew up in, uh, in Kansas City. So oh, I'm more gosh. a Royals fan, to be honest. Yeah. Royals <laughs> and Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. You can't, you can't yeah. beat the Chiefs. Fantastic <laughs> here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, um, all righty. So we appreciate you taking the time with us here, Dr. Uh, Logan Pyle. And again, um, uh, again, those those quickly those uh, that fast is your face, your arm. You literally ask people to raise both arms, right, to see if they can keep them both up, right? Yeah, absolutely. We ask them to smile, and you'll easily be able to see if one is you know drooping or not. And uh, ask them to raise both arms up in the air like they're holding up a pizza box. Oh, okay. uh, and you know, just ask them to say, "Today is a sunny day in Erie, Pennsylvania." And if it's not clear like that. Uh, or it doesn't make any sense at all, or they don't respond, you know, they could be having a stroke. Oh, my gosh. All righty. So uh, we got to do our best to keep our folks safe. Uh, older folks and all of us, uh, as uh, again, there's really no limit to who could have a stroke. Uh, you, could be, you could be young and get a stroke too, right? Yeah, it affects all ages. Um, the risk factors are different depending on, you know, as you get older, they're, they're higher risk. But, yeah. but young people can have stroke too. Um, they have better chances of recovery because they, their, their brains are less, you know, they're, they, they have an easier time relearning things. Sure, sure. Um, uh, but yes, they, anybody can have a stroke. You've been listening to the Joel Natale show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from talkerie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com.